Are you stuck in the cycle of being controlled by your food cravings? Are your cravings negatively affecting your thoughts, your moods, and your body? Do you struggle with low energy, digestive issues, chronic pain, weight gain, poor sleep, mood swings, and irritability? Maybe you're just plain overwhelmed and confused by all the health information you find online, giving you conflicting information about how and what to eat. We are going to silence the noise and end the confusion. Join me, Dr. Jana Joshu Grimm, and me, Elisa Keaton, for a 21-day sugar fast. Though the fitness and weight loss worlds have been borrowing this idea of fasting for some time now, it's first and foremost a spiritual discipline. You will learn how to delight in the spiritual discipline of fasting while healing your mind, your gut, and your body. Improve your health, increase your energy, decrease brain fog and body aches, and kickstart your body's ability to drop the extra pounds. This is not another fad diet that you will try and fail because it's not a diet, it's a fast. And we're gonna show you the difference and walk with you every step of the way. This 21 day sugar fast will give you the freedom you've been looking for. Sign up today. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We are going to rev the word today and my name is Elisa Keaton. You just heard the bumper, the promo there for the sugar fast. It might be the last time you hear it, maybe. Um, it's a short, quick sign up time that we do with our twice a year challenges. So twice a year we blow the trumpet and say, hey, let's put into practice come together and let's actually day by day train and practice some of these precepts and concepts we're learning every time we come to a, do a rubbing the word or listen to the podcast so we are about to embark upon a 21 day sugar fast you heard it there if it caught your attention with any of those any of those body things that you're experiencing aches uh, aches and pain inflammation gut kind of you just know something's going on not um, not feeling well really ultimately not feeling well uh, we want to help you we want to come alongside you we're gonna do this together but here's the thing it is a fast we're entering into a fast not a diet so I just want to say that I'm gonna probably say that so many times because we start to freak out and think oh my gosh I'm gonna have to give up this for the rest of my life no we're gonna seek first the kingdom. We're gonna, we're gonna enter and bow our heads like a reed and humble ourselves to seek the Lord. And there's something about doing it together. Uh, someone asked if this challenge will be available uh, later because it's maybe not a good time for you. We're not sure yet. We're gonna figure that out. We're gonna see how we all do together. And if it feels like something we can just release for people to do at any time, and maybe we have to tweak it or change it some, we might do that. But Right now, it's ready, set, go. So you have until Friday, this Friday, to sign up by 11.59 p.m. September 6th at Eastern Standard Time. So if you're on the Pacific time, don't forget that. That's what, that's 8, 9, 10, yeah, 8.59 p.m. So don't forget, set a reminder, don't miss. We do a hard stop. If we get an email from you on Saturday, 
or Sunday you forgot it, we can't turn it around. Uh, it's so much, so much work to get you in. So just trust it. Don't wait too long though. If you miss it, just trust it and see what's coming along down the pike. If you're listening to this at a different time, maybe go to the website, swipe up on the show notes, everyone, and see where the link takes you for the 21 day sugar fast. Okay. All right. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I know it's just, I want to get after the Lord with all my stuff. I want to put some things on the altar. It's going to be truly getting comfortable being uncomfortable. But you guys, our flesh just tells us big boogie monster stories. It's not true. Humility is, gives us access to grace and grace is so powerful. I think we talk about it, but it's time we actually experience it because we need it. Amen. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. All right, you guys, today we're gonna do some intervals together. Um, I'm gonna really flip flop it hard-working song, nice, easy recovery song. We are going to <laughs> do a little bit of a tough message today about the idolatry of our hearts, all right? And in that, how we forsake God. How, how let's just get, <laughs> get really honest, that's all we do here is honesty, about where we're at. Where am I with the Lord? And um, let Him come and celebrate you. He always comes with a smile. All right, you guys. Let's get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. I mean that. He comes with a smile. It's true. He's not anxious about the world. He gave us something someone, his own son, for, for the world, so he get everything back, back into his heart as it's meant to be. So God, we thank you. Here we are coming and uh, doing some sweaty things, God. I really feel, Lord, that this is such a big expression of faith we're doing here that we're not just listening to the word but we want to do the word we want you to wrap us in it fill our bones with it so that when hard things hard times come out of us comes hope the hope of Christ the hope of glory that there are no endings with you this side of heaven. There's always more with you. Thank you that your kingdom revealed is all around us. And it's in us. But we get lost, God. So the, the error of our hearts, it's on our side, not yours. It's on our part, God. So we come right now and we bow our heads to you, God. Set us free. In Jesus' name, amen.
You guys, sin grows in our hearts. Whenever we forget who the Lord is, what He has said, and what He's done. Remember, your world, your life, our lives are on the foundation of the rock, Christ. He supports us. He strengthens. He. <laughs> so when I forget he's the point, he's the savior, sin will start growing in my heart. Some of you, the thought of giving anything up seems way too dangerous. All right, but we can be honest about that, yes? God, loosen the heartstrings. Loosen our heartstrings. We set our eyes to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys, 20 seconds. Accelerate now. Come on, go. Go. Pull back for 20 seconds. Feel a little wake-up call there, yeah? We're going to be in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 4 today. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, the old school prophets. Accelerate, 30 seconds, go. Come on now. Gonna talk to your body a bit. Engage your core, relax your shoulders. Breathe, breathe to the rib cage, side body. Head up, 10 seconds. <laughs> Smile. Recover. Good, another 20 second recovery. Hang in there. <laughs> Sometimes it's the first five minutes, you guys. And it is, the body's saying, are you sure we wanna do this? <laughs> right, the flesh, again. It is under the lordship of the spirit. Go. Come on. It's waking things up, stirring things up, picking up our mats, getting off the floor, picking up the mat and walk. 10 more seconds, come on, 10. Good. 20 seconds, recover. So, any forsaking the Lord going on? Anyone 
Everyone, on a scale of one to 10, I want you to settle in towards a seven to an eight. Easy, but working. If you're an eight, comfortable, being uncomfortable, but it's coming your way. You're in the wake of momentum. So the Holy Spirit's ahead of you, pulling you along. You don't feel like you're being dragged. If you feel like you're being dragged, maybe today's not the day for this workout. Go do a be still. Okay. Today we're gonna to talk about reminders and remember so that we don't forsake the Lord. I've heard the Lord say this. Yeah, listen, I'm coming to tell you, I only teach you what I know because I'm being taught. It's in real time. And I am guilty of forsaking the Lord. When do I do this? When do you do this? Whenever you have fear and act on it. Mm -hmm. So maybe the question is, how do you know you are doing fear? How does it show up in your words? your countenance, your presence, your connection. And maybe for some of you it's not fear. Maybe you immediately move to shame or despair. Remember, anger is fear's bodyguard. And shame is the mask that fear wears. And Jesus came, <laughs> our Lord of Lord and our King of Kings, to knock all that down, to remove our shame that those who look to him will be radiant and will never be put to shame. Joel 2. So, you guys, I know this, I know I'm not alone. This is the heart surgery for every Christ follower. Do you believe it? Do you believe his word? The encounters that you have with him. And I know if you've been doing these podcasts for longer than a week, you are encountering his joy, his stamina, his clarity, his strength, his optimism, his goodness, his kindness. Come on. Yeah. So how do you know when you have forsaken the Lord? Isaiah 1 4. I 
Actually, let's just read right from the top of Isaiah 1. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amoz, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Verse 2. Hear, O heavens, give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. Children, have I reared and brought up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, the donkey its master's crib, but Israel does not know my people. I'm going to stop the music so we can finish the word. But Israel does not know my people. My people do not understand. Verse 4. This is our verse. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, children who deal corruptly. They have forsaken the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They are utterly estranged. Just right there, this kind of his prophet rebuke. Sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, an offspring of evildoers, children who deal corruptly. They have forsaken the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They are utterly estranged. Open this up to us, God. Read us. All right, I'm going to push play. You're going to go. As soon as you hear it, 30 seconds, push, go. 30 seconds, come on, come on. Go towards a nine. 10 more seconds. Good. Recover. 20 seconds. Recover. This time you're going for 45 seconds. You're going to search. Set. Go. Come on, come on, breathe, lift your head, lift your head, oh ancient gates, come on, he has it, forsaken, it means those who have quit, or those who have left entirely, abandon, desert, Hang on, and here's the truth. <laughs> it's not like I've, I think, well, God, I haven't done any of that, I'm still here. But am I? <laughs> because the Lord of the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, and I am with Him, there's freedom. Recover, 20 seconds. The whole point is that the Lord keeps in perfect peace 
those whose minds are set on him. I forsake the Lord whenever my peace walks out the window, out the window, flies out the window, walks out the door. Anyone? One minute, set, go, push, come on. Listen, tell your flesh it doesn't get a vote. Come on, this is a spirit thing. This is a soul thing. Your soul, your desires, your appetites, kissing the spirit, the presence of God in you. It's stinking powerful, you guys. It's so powerful and it won't forsake you. Your soul married to the spirit won't forsake you. But your soul married to the body, the flesh, you believe it, it will forsake you. Good job. You get a 10 second recovery now. Then we're gonna finish 30 seconds. Come on. I know, seems like a lot, but you can do it. Get ready. Go. Have fun. Smile. Well done. Good job. You can feel that and you can hear it. You can hear it in your breath. That was some work. All right, so they have forsaken the Lord. I'll tell you, I, I can justify it. Man. Guys, here's the deal, and I, I, <laughs> I forsake the Lord whenever I put too much weight on my family history than I do His story. Selah. Anyone? Because you see, I'm generation and I, I call myself a first-generation Christ follower. I'm second-generation Christ believer. My parents gave me the gift of faith in Jesus. Thank you, God. But prior to that, there's... There was a huge shift in our family line. And prior to that, there was religion in my family. Kind of a, a heritage of religion. You know, we believed a faith, but nobody was like sold out for the gospel. And so my history 
doesn't have deep roots. There's faith, thank goodness. But I never saw change. Does that make sense? My mother passed away as a codependent. And again, just broken. But I knew her story. And if I had her story, she was she was aces. She's a hall of faither. Because she did turn her faith into Christ, like she loved Christ. But she never let him love her. Does that make sense? That's what we're here to do, you guys. I want Christ to love the hell out of you. The hell out of me. The darkness out of me. The fear out of me. The shame out of me. The bitterness, the anger, the unforgiveness. I want it that the minute someone, someone has forsaken me, that I am instantly letting them go free. Anyone? But see, my history, I never saw that. And all I saw was repeated patterns of sin. I, again, never saw anyone. I saw salvation, but I never saw sanctification. And sanctification is the burning away of us, the release of others, our expectations, even the expectations of God. Sanctification is a continual living. In Isaiah 55, when he says that God says, my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are higher. Everything about God is higher than us, better than us. But see, we don't like pain, discomfort. We are living in a modern world that has done everything to take away our discomfort. We become a selfish people. And just like the days of Isaiah, and he's talking to a people who have gone astray, God speaks to us. Get ready. You're going to go with another set of intervals. I'm going to keep the recovery short. You can do it. This is your last real big one. One minute when I say go. You ready? Get set. Go. Come on. I want you to say this. I'm returning to the heart of worship. I'm returning to the heart of the worship.
cleanse us, God. Rewrite history, God. Let our forgiveness rewrite history. Turn it into your story from ours. Recover. I forsake God when I let my family history have more weight than his story. Get ready. You're going another minute. Set, go. Come on. Push. I've got no words for you. I want you to speak. Use your words. Turn back. Turn back to the Lord. Repent on behalf of anything in your past that pulls you back to your heart's pleasures, away from the heart of worship. Five, four, three, two, recover. Come on. Some of you just need to throw your arms wide, open your heart. Yeah, this is what Isaiah does come and tell the people listen, you have a king. And he's not just a king, he's a servant. And not only is he a servant, He's a savior, a king that reigns like a servant and saves. Push, go. forsake. Don't leave. Don't abandon. Don't desert. You guys, 10 seconds. Don't quit. Don't leave. Don't abandon. Don't desert. Come on. Come on. The opposite of forsake. Recover. Well done. We're doing the complete opposite here with our bodies with our minds with our hearts a continual i'm going to act opposite i'm going to think opposite i'm going to speak opposite of my history it's his story the opposite of forsaking is the antonym for forsake According to Webster's, I love this. Because sometimes it reminds any to know who I am. Not what I've done, but who am I? <sighs> the antonyms are approve, continue, keep, claim, hold, maintain, go back, 
rediscover, return, revert. So let's talk about this and who we are. We are approved by God. And don't you love you guys? He even accepts us in our forsaking. Isaiah is calling the people home saying, you are late, you are weighed down with iniquity. God's calling you, come back, have come back. And Isaiah is telling him, listen, if you don't come back, it's only going to get worse. The prophets were making a way. They weren't about to destroy, they weren't about destroying people. They were about redeeming them. They weren't loved in the day. They were never, even Jesus says, a prophet is without honor in his or her own hometown. Anyone here feels without honor in their own homes? And you know what you can't, as humans, God can demand honor. But because we have free will, even then people get to choose. And we surely can't demand honor. So that's why Isaiah moves into the, the vision, the prophecy of who God is as a king and as a king that serves like a servant. Not the kind that crushes. A smoldering wick he will not put out. A bruised reed he will not break. This is our king. And this is who God's trying to change me into. A queen that reigns like a servant. And through me, people could be saved to turn to Christ, to get his hope and be saved. Many descendants through me, through you. So again, I, I'm just here today to make it cellular in us that when we forsake the Lord and when it shows up in our words and it shows up in our thoughts and it shows up in our body, how does it show up in our body? You withhold the hug. You keep your distance. Now listen, I'm I'm not again, I've told you guys have to give yourself time to think and organ like don't be a reactor, be a responder. And as a responder, you need to get yourself put the oxygen mask on yourself first, like get yourself clear because when a bomb goes off, because in this world we will have trouble. When trouble goes off you're gonna be disoriented. But we're going to be, to what extent your history with God will reveal. The more history you have with Him, the less in shell shock you will be for a longer, less amount of time. You still might experience some shell shock, but you'll know, oh, body, mind, heart, soul, Let's get into his presence. Let's not forsake him. Let's not depart. Let's not quit. Let's not leave entirely. Let's remember, he's approved us. 
and every situation is approved by him. Every circumstance. And this is where people get angry at God because they think, well, God surely wouldn't allow or do that. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're gonna challenge the one who created the foundations of the earth and all its workings. <laughs> we think we know better and this is where pride keeps us forsaking God and carrying these heavy iniquities on our back and we produce sin. We give in to our own desires. <laughs> and as the message says, sin, fully grown, produces sin babies. It starts to multiply and we've got offspring of, but that's not us though, friends, that's not us. Come on, not you. You've trained to be, hold on a second. I need to get my body, my full body presence into the presence of the Lord. And I'll bring him my story. I'm gonna tell him my story. But when I'm done talking, he gets to talk. And he's gonna tell me his story. He's gonna remind me that it's approved. Since the foundations of the earth, nothing is taking him by surprise. That this situation was chosen to pass by you. That you can continue, that you are a son or a daughter that's faithful. You are the faithful one because you have a faithful father and you're the offspring. You hold fast. You guys know I've been, I've been studying in the word. By the way, gosh, let's do the fast together because you guys, you're gonna grow in love for his word. I believe it. You are. His word is gonna jump at you <laughs> because you're gonna lay down things that talk louder to you, that speak of comfort to you for the comforter. And it's found in his word, his logo word, his written word, and his rhema word, his whispered word, his uttered word, his murmurings to you. When we take away our comforts, we get the comforter. It's amazing. So I've been looking up. Anywhere there's the word fast. And it's been so cool. I'm gonna share a lot of it in the challenge, but it's either used as fast, as in what we're gonna be doing, or in conjunction with hold fast, hold fast, hold fast. And it's used more hold fast, hold fast than it is fast. Because he's extravagant, he's a giver. He doesn't take from us. You know, for everything he takes, he gives abundantly more. We tend to sit on the scoreboard side saying, God, you keep taking, you, I keep losing. But we don't see all we've gained. The, the extravagant, immeasurably more gained. That we have the grace to hold fast, hold fast, 
breathe, hold fast, stay, hold fast, remain. So, I'm gonna wrap this up today as you're cooling down. Some practical things to do. I challenge you. One, join the Sugar Fast Challenge. Two, any donation amount gets you in. Come on. If anything, we'd love, this is like our biannual uh, fundraiser for the nonprofit. Uh, if you've been blessed, now would be an amazing time to uh, plant some seeds where you're reaping. Okay, but I would want you, I encourage you to set a reminder. Set some reminders throughout your day to just turn and open the Word of God. I, I love, I mean, yes, in the morning, can you give a good 15 minutes? I know you guys, time, it's weird. We're doing weird things with our time now. We have weird math equations. People are not spending, time feels shorter. I actually received an email yesterday from someone saying, can you make your video shorter? Like, I don't have time. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So I hear the heart. I understand. I understand. But what are we making time for? What? Come on. There's the conviction. What are you making time for? So I pray that you have a once a day that you're eating a good meal with the Lord, that you're sitting down, you're opening it. You're not on the go. You're not eating fast food of the word. You sit down and you open it. Listen, it takes me, the healthy amount of time for a meal is 20 minutes. That's a real statistic. You should eat 20 minutes because it takes about 20 minutes for your brain to recognize hunger. I'm full. If you eat faster than 20 minutes, <laughs> which most people do because we're on the go, but think about it, when you sit down for a good meal, you're excited, you've made reservations, it's a Saturday night, you're gonna have a good meal. Tell me a place that's like you got 20 minutes. No, that's McDonald's. A lot of us live on McDonald's and the Word of God. And we wonder why we feel far from Him. So, I pray, once a day, you sit down for a good meal. I'm asking for 20 minutes. But if you can't do that, Give us five, 10, 15. Don't do the all or nothing. Don't do that. Your flesh will tell you you suck because you can't do I'm not saying that. I'm challenging you. But then the rest of the day, you have your phone, you have your U version app. Just open and look at that verse again of the day. Verse of the day. Verse of the day. It's the verse of the day, not the verse for the one morning devotional in the day. It's all day long. This is the verse. Reopen it. I'm telling you, we're gonna do this inside the fast. We're gonna just put the Word of God before our eyes a little more often. Let it go in. Reminders, listen, I got reminders going off on my phone for this, for that, for everything. So I want you to set some reminders. We eat three times a day. Maybe you've got some reminders on your phone to go off. And you can do this the way people put post-it notes in their car that the Word of God is before you. Have some reminders. Second, remember. Remember. Remember who you are. Remember who He is. Remember what He has said. Remember. And then when I mean remember, it means reflect on it for a second. Rediscover it. 
<laughs> remember what God has done and begin to say it out loud. Use your voice, use your voice, use your voice. And do me a favor when you read the word, use your voice. Your sound waves, will, they literally affect your atmosphere. Have you ever tried to learn a new language and not speak it? That's absurd. You, you, you're practicing a new language, you have to say it. The Word of God is a new language for us. It renews my mind. It's a new language every day. So speak it so that your brain hears it, your soul responds to it, and it imprints into your neurons more so that when you need it, like being in a foreign country and you need to go to the bathroom, you will know how to get what you need when you find yourself in enemy or foreign territory. This is war, guys. Boots on the ground. Remember and be reminded. Don't forsake. Thank you, God, for this time. Thank you for Isaiah, who still speaks to us today, that we are turning back to the heart of worship, that we will not despise the Holy One, that we will not despise the blood of Jesus, that his price paid today, Lord, that brings us peace. We will hold that peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Holy life. 
faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. So we offer up ourselves to you. 